Welcome to the world premiere of Twice as Nice from saxophone superstar Marion Meadows on Shanaki Entertainment. I'm Sandy Shore for SmoothJazz.com Global. The album is due out Friday, April 23rd, and today you have a chance to hear it all the way through right here on SmoothJazz.com with Marion joining us for a track-by-track presentation. This exciting new project features special guests Paul Brown and Joey Somerville, and it's produced by Grammy-winning producer Jeff Lorber, Grammy-winning producer Paul Brown, and Grammy-nominated producer Chris Big Dog Davis. You're about to hear Marion at his finest. Twice as Nice is so smooth, warm, and intimate. The chart-topping, million-plus record-selling saxman has had numerous number ones, and I am certain that this new project will be on target for the same course. Let's welcome our good friend, Marion Meadows, to SmoothJazz.com. Hi, Marion. Hey, Sandy. How are you? <laughs> I am doing great. How about you? Oh, so great to hear your voice. I didn't know you guys were going to play my whole record today. That's great. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, this is exciting. This is the this is the world premiere a week before the album's out. And, you know, this is our favorite thing to do to, to bring you in and as the artist and, and give us a little uh, behind the scenes good stuff about what each track is for you and all that. So, oh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. And what a great new project. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I had a, I had some great uh, friends to work with and you know, that's what we, that's what we do in, in our, in our genre. We have, we're all good friends and uh, how, how wonderful to be able to get together and create the way we do now. And, and I just love that. And that's the, I think that's the most important part of what we do now keeping our legacy going. And, uh, certainly this project lived up to, uh, lived up to that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, this is my first time checking in with you during the global pandemic, which has just been, you know, a quite a, quite a ride, quite a roller coaster. Oh, no doubt. I'm curious, um, about a couple of things. One, how have you managed to, to stay calm and find a bright side in all of this? And two, I know you're one of the most touring artists that, you know, in, in our format. So I'm wondering how you've been able to cope with that, you know, without all the travel, the planes and the audiences. Well, you know, I'm a bit of a chameleon on a normal day. So <laughs> uh, d- during the pandemic, I, uh, I've been able to retrofit my life uh, with all of the other hobbies that I do, which are, you know, I, I of course like to cycle. But and, you know, my other artistic hobby is uh, is art. And so I've had a chance to do a lot of photography and art, and I did some more painting this year. And my and believe it or not, I I actually kind of have an art business now. People are are, are out, you know, they're seeking my my art out, and so uh, I've actually started to um, sell a lot of my stuff now. And I do custom work for people, and it's been fun. I mean, it's been fun for me to be able to stay in and retrospect on what are the things that are important to me and then to be able to be functional uh, and do do things instead of just laying around because easily during this pandemic, you could have sat around eating oatmeal cookies <laughs> and watching Netflix. <laughs> and although I did, I did binge on a few shows, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but you know, it's, it's been, it's been a, a, an opportunity for me to do a lot of those things. And, you know, I had a chance to finally make it back to Hawaii where my daughter is. Uh, and when I'm, when I'm here in Hawaii, I get a chance to, to really spread my wings and get out, get outdoors and enjoy this beautiful Island. 
and these beautiful people here. So that's a blessing that that I'm able, you know, that I'm blessed with and I'm able to do. Um, but during the, it, it was very challenging. I mean, this is, I was really concerned about, you know, uh, you know our audiences and our music and our festivals and 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 you know one thing I I finally one day said look at how much how many people are now writing me and emailing and saying we can't wait for the music to come back and so there there it is yeah you know it, we're gonna come back strong because that's what we do and music never goes away and it won't won't ever go away and so we're getting ready to gear up and all of us are gonna be back together soon. And rightfully so, because the music is something that I think soothed everyone during this pandemic, no matter where you were in the world. When you looked around, most people had on headphones during this um, this downtime. And so they were listening to their favorite music. So hopefully they had on some Marion Meadows. <laughs> and and if not, they get a chance to hear the new Marion Meadows that's coming up, because that's one of the other things I did during the break. I finally got a chance to finish this new album twice as nice. Well, that's great. You you definitely got the most out of your downtime and and I, I like me, I didn't really have a lot of downtime either. I'm not a downtime person. I I look for opportunities to to do the other stuff like you just described. And I love that you just said that you noticed that people were wearing headphones and that is so true. It's like that was a chance for people to find new music, listen to their favorite music. It certainly helps us stay calm. And this album is really chill to, to my ears. I just absolutely love the it's I would say it's a, it's somewhat relaxed, if that's fair to say. Mm. Well, I, I like that. I'm so eclectic when I uh, when I write, when I record. I have so many styles of music in my head and i think that's just because not just me uh, but all of us in our generation we're all like advanced graduate students of music because of all the music we grew up listening to think about it (laughs) i mean we grew up at a time where you a lot of the artists that we idolized were people we could actually go see true i mean there was miles davis there was uh ella fitzgerald you know Aretha Franklin, Ohio Players, Tony Bennett. I mean, oh, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Chicago, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Think about it; it's mind-boggling um, that of the music that we grew up with. Quite naturally, instrumentalists such as myself and my colleagues, yeah, would you know would definitely uh, gravitate to those sounds that we grew up and uh, grew up with, and, cer- and certainly we did. A lot of us, you know took our cue from the funk era. Many of us played straight ahead jazz and certainly popular songs became a part of our songbook as well. So it's just that um, I have so many, so much music in my head all at once that when I make a record, it's hard for me to even like zero in on one thing. And I love this record Twice As Nice. And that's kind of where that title, what it alludes to, Twice As Nice for me is the fact that we can kind of slip it out of these different musical styles uh, at will because the same as a lot of my colleagues, like, you know, Gerald Albright and Kirk Whalen and Boney James and, you know, and, and, and Dave and all the other guys, you know, we all grew up listening and playing this music and we tend to want to slip over and play some of this and play some of that. And for me, I got a chance to play my tenor a little bit more on this record, which people go, I don't even know Mary Meadows was the tenor player, but <laughs> uh, I'm just not a soprano player. But it was fun to be able to pull my tenor out that I actually got that my father bought for me 
when I was just a high school kid, and I still have that horn, and it's one of the most beautiful Mark VI summers that you could ever want to hear and, and play. And so, um, yeah, it's it's the record ha- has a lot of those, uh, has some of that style. I'm able to bring out and play some more tenor, and of course, you know, uh, we put the chill factor in it also, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's, well, people will hear for themselves. It's definitely got uh, a lot of different directions. It's an all-terrain vehicle. But overall, <laughs> as, a, as, a col- <laughs> as a collection, as a collection, I think for me, when I say relaxed, I mean, it, it made me feel very warm and it, may, it makes me feel very uh, connected and cool. really um, comforted, you know? Cool. So people will hear for themselves here soon. Um, but speaking of the soprano V, the tenor, you are known for your, your soprano playing. You have a very sweet, pure tone that uh, when people think of soprano, they often think of Marion Meadows. And um, I would be curious as to why the that beautiful tenor sits on the shelf from time to time. And you'd, you'd kind of, you know, why do you, what makes you gravitate towards the soprano? What speaks to you about that instrument? Well, it's funny. And it's funny you should ask that because I was really a clarinet player. Hmm. Uh, my first instrument, my first instrument was clarinet, which is uh, close to the voice of the soprano sax. However, when I got to, uh, I, I, you know, when I was in elementary school, my teachers, you know, gave out the little recorders and she says, wow, you already know kind of how to play that thing. And she goes, well, I'm going to send you down to the band teacher and see if you want to uh, try out for the band. And and she did. And when I went to down to the band, he asked me, um, what do you want to play? And I go, saxophone. Everybody wants to play the saxophone. And he goes, kid, we don't have any more saxophones. I said, well, what do you got? He says, clarinet. I go, clarinet? Oh, no. I can't, <laughs> I can't be seen walking around <laughs> So I can't be seen walking around with that little clarinet case. I'm gonna get beat up if I <laughs> exactly. And so anyway, that was it. He goes, take it or leave it. And I started playing clarinet and I started, you know, I had a private teacher and I was in the you know, orchestra and the concert band. And believe it or not, I played clarinet all the way until high school. And this is I started when I was, you know, eight years old. When I got to high school, of course, they want you to play the saxophone. So I got a saxophone. I played in the jazz band now and saxophone. So I was a tenor sax player. But that uh, voice in me was had that kind of sweet clarinetish kind of calling. And eventually I did get a soprano sax to play. To, and it, I didn't own it yet. But when I played it, I go, oh, this is my voice. And that was kind of... Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's like your sweet spot then. It was my it totally sweet makes spot. sense. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'll tell you something, Marion. We now have something more in common because I played clarinet at eight years old too. Did you? And you know it's And I and you know what <laughs> It's a tough little instrument, right? <laughs> it's rough, man. I wanted to play drums and they said, Here's a clarinet a girl should play a clarinet. And I was like, What? And I said the same thing. I can't be seen with this. I'm going to get beat up. Yeah. No. <laughs> right, exactly. And they were like, yeah, my first no, but, <laughs> yeah. but someday you and I are going to have to play Glowworm together. We okay? have to. Because that's the song. That- <laughs> and I cleared our loon. <laughs> yeah, how to get rid of people fast. How to get rid of them, clear room. <laughs> They'll start walking out as soon as you start opening the case. 
I love it. Uh, that is hilarious. But I do understand now because actually, you know, uh, the clarinet might get a bad rap, but it's a very sweet sound. It really is. And uh, and I do prefer the soprano over the clarinet, but it is a sweet sound. It's just, a, it's not of our time really anymore. Um, but I do understand now. It's a beautiful instrument. And of course, one of my teachers was uh, Eddie Daniels. You know, Eddie Daniels was for a brief time in New York City. Oh, yeah. And Eddie Daniels, you know, was the master clarinetist. And on all the television commercials back in the 80s, it was on when you hear his clarinet, it was always Eddie Daniels, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, back during the Secrets, on the Secrets album, I actually played some bass clarinet because I played bass clarinet in college. And and clarinet and bass clarinet and I had redone um, what was the song? It was oh it was friends and um, I played clarinet and bass clarinet on that. So so yeah, every now and then it kind of it kind of comes back out. I, I I'm gonna maybe do another recording with just all clarinet eventually on one of my records. Just just clarinet, not soprano or tenor. Uh, but yeah, it is a sweet instrument. It gets a bad rap. You're right. <laughs> no, that would be cool. I think you could. I think you could give the clarinet. The, it's sexy again. I think you could do well, that. That's you what we'll call the sexy. record. The clarinet so. is back. Back and sexy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Bringing clarinet yeah. sexy back. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna start. We'll talk again um, in in the middle of this project. But I'm I'm anxious to get started here, so our listeners can hear the full project. And if you don't mind, I'd love it if you would introduce the first track. And I'm gonna turn it over to you as the DJ. And so I'll have you introduce your very first track on Twice as Nice, which I should remind people available Friday, April 23rd, coming right up, and you get this exclusive listen in advance, thanks to our friends at Shanaki and Marion Meadows. Great. Well, here it is. Uh, this is on the Uptown, right here on smoothjazz.com. That was Lunchbox that featured uh, the one and only Jeff Lorber. And man, that's a funky song. That might be the funkiest song I've ever done. <laughs> and that featured uh, Jeff on organ. Uh, and you're hearing it here. It's from my album, Twice As Nights, right here on smoothjazz.com. And now you'll hear a track that I did with my good friend, Paul Brown. Uh, the, I just had a plethora of incredible producers. Uh, Paul's featured on his amazing guitar. And we call this Pandora, right here on smoothjazz.com. Mm-hmm. 
that was for all you steppers out there. I wrote that especially for you steppers. So when we get together on our next festival, we're going to all get up and step together on that song. That was Step to This. And now I have a wonderful treat for you. This is a uh, beautiful song, and it's called Yesterday Is Gone from my album Twice As Nice right here on smoothjazz.com. Wanna know, baby, would you be mine? Yeah, that was my single twice as nice the title cut from the album chris big dog davis you know i just I, what can i say chris big dog davis paul brown jeff lorber uh what a great crew i had and uh you know we weren't even sure if we were going to call the record lunchbox or twice as nice so <laughs> twice as nice one out <laughs> and chris davis who's been a dear friend of mine for years uh slammed it on this track i hope, hope you like that uh from my album twice as nice. Sounding so good. Sounding so good, Marion. And I'm so excited that we have the chance here on smoothjazz.com to hear your full album and a week before its release date coming up on this Friday, uh, April 23rd. Thank you so much for joining us. I do have a, a, a midway question for you here as we stop for just a second. You have three, you just mentioned it, three killer producers on this project. Can you give us a little bit of background as an artist? Um, what, what, that is about why do you work with three different folks is it about variety is it about um getting the songs mixed and matched in a way with the right uh producers or what is it for you what does it mean well for me i i think i i i think i hinted on that in the beginning of the uh the interview that this is such a rich community of friends and colleagues that i i, th- I think back in the in the day um a lot of us would maybe just work with one producer we have so much music and so many ideas to exchange and and choose from that for me it's me you know being kind of eclectic anyway in my choices that was important for me to be able to first of all Jeff Lorber and I have been trying to do a song together forever and Paul Brown and I did a tour last year and we promised each other that we were going to finally uh, do something together because this is this is my first working with uh, Paul and Jeff uh, at recording wise oh wow so that we were we were way overdue uh, on both of those guys and um, that's what made that very special and of course um, Chris and I worked together all the time and he had been sending me songs all along of which I had already chosen a few so that and there you have it and before I knew it I had you know two of the top three producers in our genre on my record and they just happened to you know they just had to be good friends too so how 
how beautiful is that? I mean, you can't beat that by any means. No, you can't. And I totally get it, especially as eclectic as you are. And you match the perfect producer to the perfect songs, as far as I can hear. It's just amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well done. I think so, too. I think they, they they pulled out all the stops on this one. And like I said, you know, with Jeff Lorber and I, and, and I said, man, you kind of broke the mold for our first recording together. Because like Jeff had sent me many songs, and I think he was getting tired of me. You know, like, are you going to ever do a song, one of my songs? <laughs> and then when Lunchbox, I mean, you know, Lunchbox is going to be a cult classic. You know, it's really going to be. <laughs> when people hear Lunchbox, they're going to go, oh, yeah, that's our generation all put together in one song. You know, it's <laughs> bagged up. <laughs> yeah, totally. Put together, but. <laughs> that's fantastic. So, but that's the, the whole project was so much fun to do. Um, and with these three guys, I mean, it just was the icing on the cake. We are listening to Marion Meadows here on SmoothJazz.com. This is his brand new record, Twice as Nice on Shanaki Entertainment, coming out Friday, April 23rd. And you have this rare opportunity to hear it all the way through today uh, with Marion joining us. It's such an honor. And I'll turn it back over to you. You're doing a wonderful job as a DJ. And we're at track number seven, Marion. Okay. Well, this is a song uh, that I've always wanted to do, and I'm not really known for doing cover songs. Um, people ask me, you know, why don't you do a cover of this and a cover of that, of which there are many songs that I would cover, but I'm just not a big cover person. I'm more, you know, kind of more used to doing originals. However, I have done a few covers in my day, and this was one that I always wanted to do that was recorded by quite a few people. But it's just such a beautiful song, and I always thought that I could do a, a good rendition of it. I wasn't sure. So Paul said, listen, um, let me take a stab at it. And he goes, I have, uh, I'll, I'll put a track together. We've got some musicians from Nashville. You live in Nashville. So the whole thing just came together, and I, I'm going to regard this as one of my most beautiful recordings. Uh it's uh, Bonnie Rayet's uh, I Can't Make You Love Me, cult classic, and I am so happy to be able to record this. And you're hearing it first right here on smoothjazz.com. Kaleidoscope with my very good friend Steve Oliver. You know, I, what can I say? This this song, when you listen to it, it is a kaleidoscope of sounds. And the person that I had in mind when I when I first recorded this song was Steve Oliver, and he has all of those gifts. You know, the vocal. Not only is he a singer, but he's a vocalist. He 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 can express himself through sounds, through his voice, and his guitar playing speaks for itself. So he was the perfect choice for this song. And um, I hope you enjoyed it. 
right now, I'd like to uh, give you a little taste of what I would call kind of my little tribute to Grover Washington. Uh, this is another uh, collaboration with my good friend Paul Brown. And uh, it's like what you used to say to your mom. And this is called Don't Wait Up. And you're hearing it right here on smoothjazz.com, Global Radio. The Thrill of Rain, I think every record needs to have that song that captures a mood that uh, you least expect. Thrill of Rain was that song. I want to thank Chris Big Dog Davis for collaborating with me on that song. Because sometimes I just want to explore the deeper side of my horn. Soprano sax, a lot of times people associate it with uh, the high notes. And um, The Thrill of Rain was my foray into going deep into our souls uh, and reaching down deep into my horn so that I can touch you. And I hope I was able to do that with this song. Uh, you've just heard it for the first time uh, right here, and, including my whole album. And um, it's we're here um, jamming out and had a great time on smoothjazz.com and it's global radio. What a, what a great song to end with, too. Something kind of reflective and cool, you know? Yeah. cool well done well thank you thank you so much marion i mean this has been such a wonderful time spending with you and hearing your new music and i'm always excited when i see that you've got a new project coming out because i know we're going to get to talk about it and and play it here on smoothjazz.com tell us a little bit about what you've got brewing up as the world is starting to heal slowly are you uh, are you getting ready to to head out later this year? Yeah, and well, first of all, thank you for having me, Sandy. You know, I always have a great time hanging out with you and talking. And people don't know we usually talk like a couple hours before we even do the radio interview. <laughs> so <laughs> we and we get caught up. You're you're an awesome person. I yeah. love what you do. I just want to let the let the fans out there know that not only uh, do you play my music and and help all of us out. But you are definitely uh, one of the anchors for us in this genre of music and and beyond. I just want to personally thank you on behalf of myself and all of my colleagues for what you guys do over there. You do great work and keep it up. You're very kind. Thank you. Thank you. You're very kind. I really appreciate that, Marion. And it's always great to catch up with you because there's so much that goes on in the year or so in between the time we talk. Yeah. That we've got to get caught up. Yeah, you know? that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I really, I really enjoyed it. Oh, and likewise, I, and I always do. Um, but moving forward, I'm going to. Uh, get, we're getting ready to start uh, doing shows. I mean, the Sea Breeze Festival is coming up. Everyone is excited about that. That's a big 
big time jazz festival and they have all of their uh, protocols in, in, in place. And uh, we're going to get this thing going again. We're going to get our music going again. And we're going to all be out there and stay safe and get on stage. We're going to all get get out there and get on stage and uh, and do our thing. I mean, this is, uh, this is the time. Now it's going to be the spring, a new beginning for us, uh, a restart, so to, so to speak. And um, we, it's, it's uh, the sun's gonna shine brightly, and uh, the music will will do the rest, as as we will say. Definitely, it's gonna do all the yeah, things definitely. we need to do. And uh, and and people can find they can find your dates and your upcoming stuff as things. I think when things start to open like they are, uh, it'll pick up pace very quickly. Yes, so they can find out more about what you you've got going on. Um, playing wise on your website which is marionmeadows.com absolutely social media you know twitter uh facebook um instagram uh, i'm getting for those who have criticized me for my instagram <laughs> 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 i know i'm a bit of a dinosaur but i'm i'm getting better so now instagram will be very active as long with along with the marion meadows atmospheres artwork and instagram is going to be in full full effect this year as well so uh like i said this is a restart and i'm looking so forward to getting out there and seeing all the fans and friends again it's going to be wonderful we're all coming up out of the basement now so <laughs> yeah definitely we're, we're, we're looking forward to seeing you too and, and to getting out to some live music and of course this is a big thing to celebrate twice as nice due out this coming friday april the 23rd and uh and of course you've got your your big uh thing at seabreeze and uh and all the other stuff coming up we'll stay in touch with you mary and thanks so much again for your time and congratulations on an exceptional new recording thanks sandy it's always a pleasure. Look forward to seeing you soon. For SmoothJazz.com Global, I'm Sandy Shore. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm.